Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about, showing you the step-by-step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hey there, and welcome back. This is Julia here, and today we're going to be talking about habits. And one of the things that I know coaches care about and really understand are habits, because we all know that habits help us stay on track to reach our goals. And I'm willing to bet that you already have habits that you practice in your everyday life that help you feel your best. You probably prioritize sleep and movement. Maybe you focus on getting outside every day, and I'm pretty sure that you know that it's important to eat nutrient-dense foods most of the day. But what about the habits that support the health of your business? Do you have certain things you do every day? Do you even know what those things should be? There are three habits that I've put into place over the last few years of my business that have made a huge difference in the way that I'm able to serve my clients in the number of clients that I'm serving, and also in the amount of income I'm earning. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this episode. So are you ready? Okay, so the first thing that I do is I have a morning routine that I stick to almost every workday. I get up early, generally around 530, because I know that to be at my best, I really need time to myself, and I really need for that time to be quiet. Now, you may may already know that I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old at home. And if you've ever had kids, those are not exactly the most quiet times of our lives. So I really like to have that quiet time in the morning. And to be perfectly honest, since we've all been home so much in the last year and a half, the early morning seems to be the only time that I can find time to myself and time that is quiet. So when I'm up early, I do just a few things to get myself grounded and ready for the day. I meditate first. Um, And that's really because my daily meditation is the thing that seems to be the most correlated with the quality of my entire day. So I use the Headspace app. They are great. I don't have any kind of affiliate relationship with them, but I really have been enjoying the Headspace app. And I've actually been using it for, I think, five years now. Um, And I just do the daily meditation that they offer because that means I don't have to think hard about which one am I doing. I just do the one that they offer every day and you can choose the time that you want that to be. I always choose the 10 minute one again so that I'm not making another decision and, and I'm not overthinking it. But I start every day with 10 minutes of meditation. There are free apps that you can find as well or you can just set a timer on your phone and focus on your breathing or count to 10 or whatever it is that works for you. Okay. So after I do my meditation, I exercise. I am one of those people who really needs to exercise every day to make sure that my mood and also that my mental clarity are in the right place. So if you've been following me, you know, that means that 
I am doing something Peloton related. I have become quite the Peloton junkie. So I'm either doing a ride on my Peloton bike. I'm doing doing maybe a bike boot camp, which I really love those because those get the ride and the weights workout in together. Or I'm doing some kind of yoga. And actually, to be honest, I often do that with yoga with Adrian instead of with Peloton. And then after that, I eat breakfast with my family, I shower, and I head to work. And you can see, I keep my morning routine really simple. And the reason I do that is because I have two kids who, again, are aged three and seven. That means that some nights I don't get great sleep, or some mornings they get up earlier than I expect. So in fact, uh, lately, my three-year-old has been waking up when I get up, and I swear he has some kind of weird radar that senses when I'm more than 100 feet from him. So instead of getting frustrated, I've been focusing on getting quality time with him in the mornings and instead doing my meditation when I first get started working. And then I try to squeeze in some exercise later in the day. Sometimes it's just a walk. Sometimes it's just, you know, some simple yoga. It's not perfect. But I also know it's not always going to be like this. And since I keep my morning routine simple, it's easy for me to make sure that I actually do it every day. It's one of the ways that I stick to my do less better mantra. I will say I do want to add five to 10 minutes of journaling to my morning routine because I think that's going to be helpful for me to move through my next level of growth. And I'm hoping to get that started once the kids go back to school in September. But again, it's not perfect, and that's okay. I want you to consider what can you do that feels important to you in the morning that is simple enough that you'll actually do it. And I know there are a lot of gurus or books or, you know, podcasters or whoever out there who will tell you, you know, here's the 27 steps I do in the morning. And I find that that tends to be people who don't have kids or who don't have other responsibilities. And I'm not saying that what they're doing is wrong. I'm saying you know, we need to look at what can we actually do? What is something that will work for us so that we can be successful? And that's what I want to invite you to do. The second thing I do every single day is that I review my tasks and priorities for the week. And the reason that I do this is because I want to make sure that I'm actually staying on track with what I said my goals were for the week. So this is the very first thing I do every single morning, and it only takes a few minutes, which is awesome. I take a quick look at the calendar for the month, and I also look at the tasks I've been assigned by my team that are coming due soon. Then I double check what I've committed to do for the day to make sure that I'm focusing on the right things. And in general, I prioritize by first doing work that is a deliverable due to my clients or communities. So anything that I've promised I'm going to get out, I do that first. The next thing I focus on is income generating work. And then after that, my focus is on community growth related tasks. So you're welcome to borrow these priorities. This is something that people ask me all the time. I think they're really important at all stages of business growth. And if you don't have a team that assigns you tasks, that's okay. You can be your own assistant and assign yourself deadlines. And I know that it can be harder to hold ourselves accountable. And habits like this one are what help me stay on track. It really makes a big difference to review my priorities daily to make sure that I'm working on the most important tasks. 
Then the last thing I do every day is to take 15 minutes at the end of the day to wrap up things that still need to be finished. That's when I'm returning phone calls or I'm making sure I've sent emails that I've needed to send. And I also take a few minutes to review my priorities again. I'll take a minute to decide what I'm going to work on first thing the next morning, and then I just write it on a post-it and stick it to my laptop so that it's right in front of me when I get started every day. It might seem like this is too much to spend on reviewing priorities, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. It is so easy to waste entire days on tasks that just don't matter that much in our businesses. And as someone who works just four or five hours a day, The key to being able to do that is getting really clear on what is deserving of my time when I'm at work and what isn't. Instead of just diving into your to-do list every day or working until you're completely burnt out, make the time to actually look at what you're trying to create and whether you're doing the things that will create that. And I promise you won't regret it. So to recap, my three daily habits that I'm committed to doing every single day are a simple morning routine that includes getting up before my family, meditating, and working out. Then I do a five-minute check-in with my calendar and my to-do list before I start working to make sure I'm focusing my time and energy on the right things. Then I spend 15 minutes at the end of each day to tie up loose ends and choose my priorities for the following day. And these are the three things that have made a huge difference in my income, in the quality of the service that I'm delivering to my clients, and also in the number of clients I'm serving. And this topic of habits is something we talk about all the time in my membership community called Activate. The whole point of Activate is to help provide you the structure and support you need to create these habits and then actually stick to them. Activate is a community of coaches and course creators who are serious about building businesses where they serve lots of clients and earn real income for themselves. And it's also the place to get monthly group coaching with me, as well as monthly guided planning sessions, accelerated trainings on the things that are the most important to growing online coaching businesses right now, and regular co-working sessions so that you have dedicated time to actually do the work that's important to you. So I would love to have you join the Activate community and actually build the coaching practice that you've been dreaming about. So find out more by going to theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash activate and you can get started today. You can also find out more about Activate and grab my free guide with 21 ideas on how to find more health coaching clients over on the show notes. You can find those show notes at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash podcast. Okay, so I want to thank you again for taking the time to listen. And if you like today's episode, please take a minute to follow, to like, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you didn't like it, well, that's okay. You don't have to worry about reviewing it. But I do appreciate the feedback and I do love hearing what's interesting for all of you. So thanks again for being here and I'll be back next week.